Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where we specialize in perpetuating and promoting the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. It is our joy to have in the studio with us today, <laughs> Tiffany Michelle, our very own. Welcome, Tiff. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate no stranger it. here to no. TSC Music, no stranger to Times Square Church. No stranger to the gospel music industry or the gospel music ministry. And uh, God's doing some incredible, awesome new things with you. And we're excited about it. We're going to talk about it today. Let's hear a clip first. This is for anybody. second chance. Uh, Tiffy, you've been with us before. We've talked about your story. We've talked mm-hmm. about your life. We've talked about your Zoe. We've talked about your God. We're going to talk about a little bit more about that today. But let's talk about second chance. Where did that come from? What What's God doing with you with that? Um, well, it, it started with just a basic skeleton track. And uh, the production that you just heard, it was nowhere near <laughs> that when I first received it. Uh, it basically was just uh, a few chord uh, progressions and some a beat, and that's it. And um, I collaborated um, with a friend of mine who's a songwriter, and we just began to talk about my life and talk about what God has done, talk, talked about me as a mother, um, as a single mom. And out of that, she asked me what what did I feel um, God was doing in my life? And I said, he's given me a second chance. Mm-hmm. And from that, um, second chance was birthed out of me saying that statement. The, the chord progressions were yours? 
Uh, no, the the chord progressions uh, were a producer uh, that we I'm working with out okay. of Nashville, and uh, but again, it was very minimal, oh. <laughs> and we worked with what he gave us, and he was inspired by the song that uh, we had written mm-hmm. um, after it was complete. He just went crazy on oh, the production yeah. and. That's what you hear um, today. Awesome. Now, people Thank can you. get that. We can talk about that where they, where they can get it. Soon. Very soon. Uh, yeah. Later. Yeah. So, so you you said that God was giving you a second chance in life. And so oh, you yeah. started writing these lyrics first? Or what, what came first? The lyrics? Or did you get the tracks in your hand and you started writing to that? How did that process happen? The track came first. And uh, then, um, actually, I wrote the first verse before I met with my girlfriend and um, after I met with her, we just changed a lot around um, from that. So I would say the track definitely came first and then the lyrics. Mm. But you are a writer. You, you I am. write your own material. You, I am. you do write some, you know, you've, wrote, you've written several songs. Yeah. 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 With, without collaboration, right. without asking uh, for help. Yes. <laughs> when, you, when you desired to write Second Chance, did you seek out your friend? As a co-writer, or how, how did that happen? Because sometimes you know people seek out co-writers. They get stuck in a, you know, a song rut, yeah. and they say, "Listen, I got this line that I can't get out of my head." And you know, we seek out co-writers. Was that the case for you? It was because um, Second Chance is also a healing for me. Mm-hmm. This song is a healing for me. Um, it's it's I believe it's a completion of what God is 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 trying to do in one part of my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. So. It was really heavy for me to handle it alone. I'm just being honest, and I didn't want to. It was scary. So I had the idea, but I wanted someone else that I trusted to help pull the rest out of me. Right. So that's why I asked someone to collaborate on it with me. And was it? It was a painful process, or was it just Um, a? No, I won't be too melodramatic. Process. Um, it was more so searching. Mm -hmm. Um, a little painful because you know the wounds are still being healed. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, but once it was complete, I was in tears because right. I just, it's, it's, you know, I couldn't believe it came out the way that it did. And it, it was, it's very personal to me. And um, hopefully it will be an inspiration to other people who hear it. They can relate to a story, mm-hmm. you know, the story that's in the song, you right. know, if they get it, you know. Who was we'll this song for? Who would you say it was for? I mean, it's it's about me um, mm-hmm. and, and the choices that I've made in my life and what came out of those choices. But the beauty of 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 how it relates to Christ and him giving me a second chance is he takes our mess and he makes something beautiful of mm-hmm. it. And he definitely gave me something beautiful in my daughter. And um, by giving her life, I've been given a second chance to live my life to glorify God. You know, yeah. all of those, it's too wordy to put all of that in the song, but uh, <laughs> that's basically the gist of the message. And, and do you feel like the, the music captures the feeling of the song? I mean, you know, we, as writers, we try to make sure that the, the, that the music, that the music content reflects the lyrical content and that the two are well married together. You feel you've captured that with that, with that song? Oh yeah. But it was a process um, <laughs> because we, again, the, the producer that we worked with on this particular track, he was very patient. And when he heard the song, he was just fired up. He said, Oh my goodness, my sister's going through the same thing. Mm. Oh my goodness. You got something here. And he was just so patient to go back and forth uh, with the team that I'm working with. 
and just be real with this and we could be real with him like oh well this doesn't work here why don't you take that out or we need more progression here Mm -hmm. so that took about a a good month and a half and it was really it was humbling that he would work (laughs) with an unknown so to speak artist Mm -hmm. um as myself and just believe in what I was you know trying to do and know that I'm just not out trying to be a superstar trying to make the next hit but I'm really trying to start a movement and um be an inspiration to other women and men, not mm-hmm. just women, but other just people who feel like they have failed at life or maybe failed at something that they can't get back and right. they want to give up. Well, I'm here to say you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It won't be easy getting sure. it back and getting back on track. But if you do it the right way and if you do it God's way, it's definitely possible. Yeah. You know, so the truth about it is life, it's not even easy to maintain. No, you know, <laughs> you know, so for those who are trying to bounce back, but then you've got others who perhaps had an easier ride in life in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but then there's still some maintenance that that goes into that. And that's that's not always easy. No, but I think as for the believer, we, we're, we're realizing uh, we should realize at least uh, that with the help of the Lord, that does become easier. You know, right. we're not doing it in, in our own strength and uh, and certainly by no, no, no. Uh, personal intellect or ingenuity of our own but it's 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 the help of the lord that really makes this uh walk right. easier and makes it possible uh and then there's a guarantee that you can finish you know yeah. <laughs> without them there's no guarantee you can finish you no. know you, in fact you can't finish the race as we know the race so right. great let's hear a little bit more of second chance Tiffany Michelle, she's known as Tiff around here in the office, right. <laughs> uh, one of our worship leaders here at Times Square Church, our administrative assistant with TSC Music, choir administrator uh, over our YPC choir, or YPC. Uh, so you wear several hats. Yes. You are a mom. Yes. You're full-time First. employed. <laughs> yes. And yet you find time to get into the studio, record, write, 
do some public appearances. How are you balancing all of that? Um, I really don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, sirs, I think, you know, because I, I know why I'm doing it and I know why I'm driven. Um, it was a point in my life where I was driven for the wrong reasons and I, my ambitions and everything, they were great and I can get things done and network like nobody's business, but it was for the wrong reasons. And, mm. um, now being you know going through what i went through and my experience has taught me just valuable lessons about life and um i have uh, a love for people that i wouldn't say, i've always loved people but it's it's i have a deeper understanding of 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 people and why we do what we do and why we serve people mm-hmm. and that's why i continue to go because I believe I've been mandated by God and I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if I, you know, feel like, you know, giving up, you know, the, the word of God, you know, talks about he who draws back my soul. I won't take any pleasure, mm-hmm. you know, in him. And whenever I feel like just stopping and just being what I am here and wearing the hats that I have here, which is an awesome responsibility in and of itself, I think of that scripture and it, I, the fear of God fills my heart. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, let me just keep moving because it's not about me. It's not about me, you know, being up on stage, jumping around to be seen. It's no, I have a clear message to convey. And um, even if it's just to one person, right. that one person will get it. And I've, I've done what I had to do, you know. You use so. the word mandate. You, you feel that the mandate is that... You, you've gone through something. It was the Lord who brought you through it. Mm-hmm. You've learned some things out of, as a result of it. And are are you now mandated to share not only the experience, but then perhaps pour into other people that they can make it, that they can get through, that mm-hmm. that perhaps they, they need the Lord to do it? I mean, what is the mandate? Is it that you need Jesus or is that your situation is not the worst? Um. I believe the the mandate definitely is why well, we all need Jesus. <laughs> That's like a given. I needed him this morning like nobody's business when I was on that train. But we won't get into that story. Um, but, I, I mean, definitely it is to work on my character um, um, and, and really work in me what God needs to work in me so that one day I can pour into other people and I can share um, this message of a second chance with other people that need it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you listen to, um, and I'm not one to criticize anybody's music because by no means am I saying I'm a top writer. Mm-hmm. I do write from my heart. Um, but uh, if you listen to the radio or any genre of music, to me it's a lot of what's missing is artists that, that, that really stand for something and really trying to start a movement Mm -hmm. and 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 not just about you know as they call it the benjamins or trying to get to the top or you know nothing's wrong with singing about love but sometimes it can get a little raunchy so you know i believe i am mandated to you know go out and speak to the masses and whatever capacity that God would have me do it you know if it's just through iTunes if it's just you know I don't know I don't have any big plan I'm just following what I feel God has put in my heart to do Mm -hmm. Um, whereas a year ago I was petrified to do that and where I feel like now I'm just at a point where I'm really saying yes God (laughs) 
yes to whatever you want. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You also serve as worship leader here at Times Square Church. Now, I know you have a heart for these young people, or yes. these young adults. We, You know, we often refer to them, and let me just correct this while mm-hmm. I can. We, we refer to them as young people as if they are young people. Young like, people I mean, they're kids. not old, but they're not kids either. These are yeah. young adults. These are young professionals and some mm-hmm. teenagers, but for the most part, young professionals, young college students, graduates, and et cetera. But you administrate this choir. What is what does that involve? Let our tell our listeners what that involves and what your role is as an administrator for this choir. Um, well, my role as the administrator for the choir definitely is to administrate it. <laughs> uh, we know that, but um, I believe on a, on a more uh, on, a, on a level of ministry is to follow up with them um, if if. Say if I see attendance lacking with uh, one of the members or maybe several of the members, it's my job or the section leader's job, which, you know, is an integral part of uh, the ministry as well, to follow up with them and not to police them, Mm -hmm. but to let them know, hey, we care about you. What's going on? Um, And I find that that is the most challenging part uh, for me because I always have to come from a, a heart of, you know, purity and concern and like I I really really care about them and forget about my problems for a moment and Mm -hmm. really um really really tune into theirs and that could be a challenge (laughs) especially when you have a lot going on yourself so um that that's been a the biggest challenge that I I would say um I've been facing since uh taking on this position well but I enjoy it as well because I, I care about them a lot and I think so. they see that. I think they see that and appreciate it uh, as well. As a worship leader, it's a very different role mm-hmm. than Tiffany Michelle doing the right to worship rally. It's a very different role. How, how different is it for you? Because on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday night or a Tuesday, whenever you're leading, you're leading the congregation to the throne, if you will. Yeah. And so you're not necessarily leading or soloing, let's mm-hmm. put it that way. It's a yeah. very different musical role. How do you find that? How do you deal with that contrast? Um, you know, I, I, that's a great question. I, I don't. I just, um, I mean, Sunday was my first appearance, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, so I guess going forward, I'll have um, a better handle on mm-hmm. On that for it's a different myself. headspace. It, it is, it yeah. is, um, because you know when when I'm leading worship, I'm I'm still I'm really focusing on, and that's my prayer before I even step out on that platform. Lord, you hide me behind the cross. You have to, you know, bring these people into your presence through mm-hmm. me. Because if you don't, then it's going to be a train wreck. And not only that, but I'm also speaking of uh, thinking about the technical. Um, elements when you deal with worship leading so um i don't know i can't i don't like to think about the two because Mm -hmm. i never (laughs) want to think about myself up there leading worship at tsc trying to hype the crowd Mm -hmm. not that that's what we were doing on sunday either it just happened to be a hype song and everybody was joining it was like a anthem you know but two different (laughs) two two different uh, spaces so let me let me ask you the question that gets guessed most times and that is w- would you agree that there's a degree of performance in let's say Sunday night um, 
the stage mm-hmm. for the rally and then Sunday afternoon at the church service. What, what, and, and and to what service do you find more of a degree of performance? And is that wrong? Well, you know, you're talking to a person that <laughs> comes from the stage. Uh-huh. Um, so... I'm just going to be real. Yes, there is a level of performance. Mm-hmm. There has to be. There's you have to have a level of presence. Um, you you have to know why you're singing and what you're singing about. Um, so there is, I don't know the percentage or how right. much, <laughs> but there is a level of performance. And I've I've heard people say that there isn't, and I just sit back and say, okay, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong, or maybe. Uh-huh. I'm putting too much of myself in this. And that's where I've been conflicted because, you know, when I I sing to the Lord, I sing from my heart, you know, and I want people to join in, like, listen. And not only do I sing from my heart, but listen to the words that we're singing. If you pick good songs, Mm -hmm. listen to the words we're singing. Listen to what it says. You don't hear it. And that just gets me excited. But everybody isn't like that but there there is an element of performance and even um on on sunday uh yes of course there was an element of performance there as well but we prayed before we went on and we also asked god lord you be glorified in this this is a hype song and this is a great song but if they don't really get the message then what have we done at the end of the day to me it's ministry you know and if you if you are going to perform if you are performing in front of a group of people for a concert never ever take out the element of ministry you know would would you agree that the musician the writer the singer uh, needs to as we like to say around here be behind the message so much to where we we probably want to spend more time making sure we've got a real strong clear convicting if you will uh, message Mm-hmm. So that we don't have to perform as hard, because if your message is weak, you got to work a whole lot harder to yeah. to to get people to join in, don't you? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you if you do. got a message that speaks to the average bear, that mm-hmm. speaks to people where they are, mm-hmm. that convicts them, or challenges them, or right. encourages them, right. or sparks, uh, you know, a little fire on the dry bones, you know, or mm-hmm. on the dry wood, that that invites them into a place of of worship where otherwise they probably wouldn't come. But if your message isn't there, you got to work super hard to get Mm -hmm. them to relate to it. Yeah, you do. But also I, I truly believe if it's coming from a place of truth, that has a lot to do with it as well. Mm -hmm. If it's coming from a place of authenticity and you're saying, Lord, this is what I have. Um, and this is what I'm offering to you. Um, especially if the message is there, people will join in because God sees your heart, you know, mm-hmm. and then he sees that you're not trying to go over and above and beyond and do all of this performing. You're just basically singing the message mm-hmm. and he is doing the rest. I mean, it's coming from a place of truth. And that's where my heart is. Every time, you know, I get up there, Lord, please. And sometimes I've missed it, you know, sometimes for whatever reason I've missed it. But if it doesn't come from a place of truth, I think that, you know, you could start hitting a lot of roadblocks and then that's when you get into performing and flesh and trying to work something up and make something happen. Mm -hmm. 
been there, done that. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll truth. be right back. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. The prophet Jeremiah in the book of Lamentations, chapter 2 and verse 19, encourages those who know God to begin to pray a certain way. He said, get up and cry out in the night. Pour out your heart like water before the Lord. Lift up your hands towards him for the life of your young children that faint for hunger in the top of every street. Obviously, it was a moment in history when there were young people in the streets looking for something and not even sure what it was. I can't help but wonder, are we not in a similar situation today where so many seem to be pouring out into the streets looking for what I believe is a living relationship with God? That is really the only thing that will satisfy the deep yearning in every person's heart. For those of us who know to pray, we should begin to pray. If ever there was a time, it's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. That's nycprayer.org. There, there, there are a lot of genres of music, obviously. Some positive, some inspirational, some overtly Christian or overtly gospel, whatever term you want to use in the industry today. Um, what what do you say to because there, I, I gotta believe that there are listeners who know you, or who are going to get to know you if they haven't recently. Because I know recently this just this past weekend you guys were down at City Hall did an awesome yes, thing Lord. down there. We're gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so now there's a whole another group of people perhaps who've never seen or heard you before, and they just saw you this weekend, and they were out there jumping, and yeah. some knew the Lord, some didn't know the Lord, some nominal Christians, some deep Christians. What what do you say to the person who's just the music lover? Mm-hmm. They like inspirational music, but they're not necessarily seeking the God that you serve. Is that is that mandate for that person as well? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, when I, I I had written, I wrote a song called First Love, and um, when I approached this project, it's and I also have music where Jesus Christ is proclaimed Mm -hmm. definitely but I have other songs where it just tells a story Mm -hmm. where I have a a a desire to touch the unbeliever that won't necessarily pick up a gospel album or if you say okay Tiffany Michelle is a gospel artist the unbeliever because for any reason whatever the reason is they're jaded or they're cynical they won't step foot inside of a church Mm -hmm. my heart my heart's desire in the right way, without compromising the gospel. And it's, it's very tricky. It's very hard to do that. And I can't tell you that I've mastered it. And, I, and maybe I got it wrong with first love. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, my heart is to cross over to that person. That that they, they won't necessarily say, I'll step foot in Times Square Church. Mm-hmm. But I will pick up this album because there's something in her lyrics. There's something in her story that's real. And that's touching my heart. And then, therefore, that can inspire them to 
want to just talk about, I don't know, Christianity. That's I've, I've planted the seed, you mm-hmm. know, and then God will do the increase. God that will give the increase. That seems to be a central increase. theme with a lot of the artists we've talked to on the program lately is that the, the mandate, and not everybody has used the term mandate, but the mandate or the calling uh, or the, 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 the direction the Lord is leading, ultimately it leads them to a place where it's not always specific for a specific group of people, but I am called to plant, if nothing else, to plant a seed. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord sends somebody else, maybe another song, it may be another writer, it may be another experience, another event, which waters that seed. And then ultimately he, he gives the increase, you know, Sunday was the right to worship rally. Yes, it was (laughs) down at city hall. Yes. It was raining, but people were jumping up and down with umbrellas. It was raining. Uh, we had a rooftop (laughs) stage. I could not believe it. Um, uh, David Ham, I mean, many of you know, he coordinated the whole thing. Uh Um, and it was I, I mean, it was raining cats and dogs, <laughs> and I went down there, and I'm like, uh, do we have a rain date? And Dave is like, nope, let's just go. Let's, let's just do it. do it. And I was so inspired just to see all these people. Well, first they marched across the Brooklyn Bridge first, and then they came um, by, I've, uh, by the, uh, I believe it's Park Place, where mm-hmm. the park is, and they there was a gated, you know, area where all of the marchers or the protesters could stand. I mean, and it was more than what I expected. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like 10, 15 people. It had to be at least 100 people down there with their umbrellas and just saying, no, we're going to worship our God mm-hmm. and we're going to do it in the rain. We're going to do it whether it's sunshine. And it was, again, that was another humbling experience for me to you know we say it's not about me it's not about me so much to i think we forget what it really means right. no it really is not about us right. you know and it was so humbling just to see those faces and they were worshiping god they were they had their umbrellas and they were lifting their hands and they were singing along with all the the worship songs and even the songs that were new they didn't know i mean they were jumping around and um i did a a, a collaboration with another artist uh, her name is Sheena Lee and it's called We Are One. And um, <laughs> David Ham actually wrote that song. And, I mean, it's like a rock song. So you got to, like, yeah. jump up and down to it. And they, the reception of that song and the message in that song, was it was overwhelming. And it was like they got it. And it was, it was a success. And I'm, I'm very happy that I was allowed to go and yeah. be a part of that. So. And, and the purpose for the Right to Worship rally was what? Well, um, they they were trying to pass a bill. I'm not sure if it's been passed or not, but uh, they were trying to prevent uh, churches from wor- worshiping in public spaces as far as schools and um, um, other public spaces. They tr- they're trying to pass a bill to stop it completely, mm-hmm. where these other these organizations, they don't have any other place to worship on Sunday. So they're trying to preserve that right. You know, not only for, you know, their employees or the staff, but for the congregants that come in and want to worship God. Um, And so uh, uh, Pastor Fernando was down there as well, and he was a part of it. It was a lot of councilmen um, down there. I don't have everyone's name. I'm sorry. But for the most part, it was uh, uh, people that love God and that actually happened to be uh politicians as well Mm -hmm. standing with us and we're trying we we were saying no we understand 
your concerns about church and state, but we want to let you know how we feel about this. So that's what it was about. Awesome. And David Ham uh, promoted or pr- produced this whole event. Um, I'm coordinated not. It, as or? far as I know, he just coordinated okay. it. Um, as far as the the purse, the rosters, and people who came down there. Um, as far, I know Andy Minio shared, Sheena Lee, myself, um, and another group shared. I know he got all of those people together, mm-hmm. but as far as the other logistics, I'm not. I'm yeah. sure Pastor Fren, uh, Fernando had a lot to do with that. Right, right. Yeah, he took a lot of heat for he did for that uh, the yeah. church is being removed. In fact, it, he allowed them to, to arrest him, made the papers, yeah. and that yeah. became a big deal yeah. uh, some months ago. And then, of course, the I think the case was thrown out for for a season. Yeah. So I guess it's back in litigation again. It is. Uh, but but, but it God is. is the victor. He it, he is the victor. Yeah. Uh so the the song title was We Are One. We Are One. Was written by David Ham. Did you now did you lead on that? I know you and Sheena did something together on that. Is yeah, that right? we is both that? you know yeah, we, we yeah. both um she would uh go first and then I would go. It was like a collaboration. Uh-huh. We kinda and it it was we did that for a reason because you know we're both female gospel artists and I mean we don't see a lot of female gospel artists these days even mm-hmm. teaming up which I don't understand mm-hmm. I don't get that you kind of look like a, a Mary Mary thing though because I, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the video and it's like you know this could be like a new Mary Mary thing <laughs> well you know we, <laughs> yeah well that that's an idea yeah. but you know no Sheena is a sweetheart and it was such yeah. a Again, a pleasure to collaborate with somebody so sweet and down to earth and who loves the Lord and her background as well. She could have crossed over and she could have done R&B, but she chooses to love the Lord and do her music the way that she believes God wants her to. I have nothing but respect for that. Yeah, she's a good person. Yeah. We're going to come right back after a break and we're going to talk a little bit about the other side of Tiffany Michelle, the actress, the writer, (laughs) that person in a minute. Attention junior high school students ages 12 to 14. Junior high ministry takes place every Sunday in room 316 at 10 a.m. Come worship God, get into his word, and let him take you to a higher level. And high school students, there's a small group especially for you in the education annex on the second floor at 4 p.m. Study God's word, build new friendships, and openly share and discuss life issues with your peers. For updates and details, visit our website, tscnyc.org. TSC, music radio, where God is. And we're back with Tiffany Michelle in the studio at TSC Music, and we are talking about this new release, this single, uh, soon to be released, called Second Chance. You've got another one you're working on titled, First or entitled Love. First Love. Mm-hmm. Is there more after that, I assume? Oh yeah, it's a supposed to, it's five songs um total. Okay. Um so it's Broken Spirit, um um Made to Worship and uh the last one is uh, Show Me a Rainbow. Show Me a Rainbow. Interesting. But Show Me actually is show the me. <laughs> is the title of it. The rainbows are good. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you kind of yeah. <laughs> You might want to cut that. Oh, hair. God put a rainbow in the sky. We used to sing it back in the day. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it meant, but I, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so, so this is five songs. Mm-hmm. So, is, is there a street date? I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I want to release Second Chance first, because that's like you know okay. the point of doing right. it. And we actually going to shoot a music video for Second Chance ah. in two weeks. 
Now, I wait a minute. I saw a video of something. Yes, that was, was that like a promo of, of, yeah, of Second Chance? That was, that was a promo. Okay. That was a promo, but this is actually the music video gotcha. that will tell a story um, that, you know, will also uh, feature the artist singing it, but mm-hmm. focus mainly on the, sto- right. on the story. Now, is Zoe going to be in the video? She is. <laughs> she will be in the video because Zoe's name is in the bridge of the song. Awesome. So. Now, Zoe is your daughter, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's five. Is she singing yet? Showing any interest? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, she's already singing. And she's on key, too. Like, I mean, <laughs> I hear it. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm, I, already, I already know. So I'm just waiting for her. Like, I don't want to push her into anything. Right. I want her to really show interest in it that okay. she wants to do it. You were taking piano lessons last time we talked. I still you, am. You, you told me that you were going to show me your uh, your scales and your your skills. I, I haven't seen them yet. Um, well, Greg, what's, have what's you have you noticed how you play piano? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you take notice of how yeah, you play piano? But, but that's still. I mean, you got to start somewhere. I, I got to see where you where you where you are. You know. So before you leave, we're going to have you play something. Okay. And, uh, and sing something. So. <laughs> <laughs> you were for the past two years a major part of the Sent by God production, which we talked about a few podcasts ago. And um, let's talk a little bit about your theater background, your mm-hmm. writing, your your theater. You, you've done a number of things. You've done mm-hmm. a couple of the programs, a couple of the shows. In other words, where did the theater stuff start for you? Um, the theater st- stuff started for me in high school. And it was honestly something that I stumbled into because I wanted to be a neurologist. Believe it or not, uh-huh. a neurologist, a brain surgeon. <laughs> yeah, I know what it is, but it's just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, you can't imagine me being no, a just, brain you surgeon? Know, yeah. You're such an artist. That's a, um, Well, I, I guess, I I guess know. that could go together, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was taking chemical biological studies and... The AP class, the honor classes, uh, they were a little bit too accelerated for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And my advisor at the time, um, she advised me to just choose another uh, curriculum for the time being. And I I looked at the roster and I saw performing arts. And so I said, that that might that seems interesting. That, that had to be like way at the bottom of the of the yeah, roster. You know, list, you know, you know, because the the school that I had went to, I had to take a test to get into, and they had like over two hundred curriculums to choose from. Right. So it was definitely in alphabetical order, if you will. <laughs> and um, I chose it, wow. and um, I met my drama teacher, and she uh, encouraged me to pursue acting, okay. and that's how I ended up in the arts. But that was like. 10th grade almost mm-hmm. junior year but you've so, maintained it somehow you've, you've done some acting since then obviously oh yeah well I went uh I graduated well my teacher encouraged me to uh, audition for a conservatory SUNY Purchase and that's where it all started for me because they accepted me mm-hmm. um right right out of the gate and the rest is history right. I, I've I fell in love for lack of a better term or sentence I fell in love with arts Mm -hmm. and anything to do with arts I was just like this is it you Uh know and I went for it so how long did you because you've done it on a semi-professional level you've done some film you've done some theater yeah television. Uh, we had Q here Q Smith which who you know who loves you by the way she said that yesterday (laughs) um and uh, we talked about this subculture in 
theater, mm-hmm. you know, and you know she's doing theater big time. Yeah. Um, did you experience that? Did you experience that subculture where, you know, in theater, you act like theater people? You, you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? It's it's a culture where you either fit in it or you don't fit you in. Don't, it. There's yeah. no in between. <laughs> Did you experience, were you in it that deep that you experienced a subculture? You know what? I, people always told me that I was a different person when I was on stage, believe mm-hmm. it or not. But when I came off stage, it was like I was two different people. You know, I was this quiet. They couldn't, they actually couldn't believe I was in theater because of how timid I was off stage and how mm-hmm. quiet I was on stage. But then when I went on stage, it was like all inhibitions were just thrown it's out of the still window. It's still kind of like that, though. I, I can't explain. That's just my <laughs> it's personality. It's not a negative thing. It's just, it's just, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, to me, you know, well, I figured it out. It was the theater was my place of escape, uh-huh. you know. And until I could admit that to myself, mm. you know, God had to take it away from me. Um, but it was a place where I could just let loose and have fun. And people told me I was good at it. So that just added to it. Yeah. So did yeah. you ever do comedy? I did. Because I you sure told me did. one day, I think we were talking in the office and you said, you don't know it, but I'm, I'm really pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> and I, I was just like, okay. Hard for you to believe that, right? <laughs> Everybody says I'm serious. And I'm just like. Oh, no, but I, I but I bet you can be funny because I've seen you act and, yeah. and I've seen you go f- from extreme to extreme and it's <laughs> it's awesome you know the Mary thing was one thing and then I've seen you on the stage just kind of kicking it around doing rehearsals with them yeah. and I'm like there's something else there that we've not <laughs> seen yet I think it's going to come out in the Christmas production that's probably where we're going to see it you know <laughs> yeah well I did I mean of course uh, Dave Chappelle when he was in the industry as 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 you know in the spotlight I was I should say he's still in there but I did his first season and people could not uh, an episode on his first season people could not believe and I'm like why is that so hard I am not that serious come on Uh I mean people couldn't believe that um that I was cast in that role because it was a principal role and it was funny and Mm -hmm. I'm like okay all right I'm gonna show you a thing or two I can be funny (laughs) and it, it was funny it was pretty funny so okay well, well, we we saw pictures and I mm-hmm. think a video clip of you doing some something around here. I can't remember where video it was, clip? but it was it was teeth. You had this teeth thing happening. Yeah. What what was that? Was that? Well, okay, I'll tell you where <laughs> that, that was. Came that was from. the funny that I saw. You know, I don't remember if it was a video or, or no. Photos, it was just a picture. <laughs> well, you, you have said it was scary. Yeah, you know, <laughs> scary, funny, call it what you, whatever you will. But it started, well, <laughs> the teeth came from a, a professional a show I did, ago, uh, did a long time ago where we had this one person in the cast that would always try to make uh, the actor or actresses laugh when they were do, when they were trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. So we all, as a cast, got together without him. And we planned it. And he was my love interest in the play. And I had to faint in one of the scenes. And he had to come and pat my face and make sure I was okay. But my head was turned. When he turned my head, I had the teeth in my mouth. And he saw it. And, I mean, it backfired. Because not only did he break, 
But it was like a domino effect. Everybody on the stage just <laughs> broke. And you had a cast of actors in a professional show just cracking up. But the teeth were hideous. And I was, I mean, I, I, it was unbelievable. I was serious because I was like, I'm going to get you back. Because he made everybody laugh. Uh-huh. And it was like so not right. So that's where the teeth came from. <laughs> And I introduced. I, I still see them. That's why I'm laughing. I see the. I see the picture. I saw the yeah. photo. And it, I was. It was They're hysterical. pretty bad. They're yeah. like rotten in one point, yeah, and one is like, yeah, it's, it's like guy, pointing that, in different directions. Used to be a uh, comedy show. I can't remember the name of it, but this guy from Compton, and he used to play guitar. You ever see? <laughs> and he's got teeth like that. It's, it's yeah. Anyway. But I, I showed you the first myself. time I introduced it was a Christmas show. Remember yeah, that? And yeah, I I walked yeah. up. Greg was standing by the piano, and I said, "Hey, Greg, how you doing?" And he looked. He said, "Oh." <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So so you've done the acting, you've done some film, you've done some stage, uh, obviously theater, um, and and then now you are writing and recording, and you're on. You, you've got this mandate. You're gonna do these five songs, plant mm-hmm. these seeds touch some people's lives Mm -hmm. what do you hope to get out of this at the end of the day uh i know it's not about you Mm -hmm. and uh and we say that not because we have to say that because but it truly is not about about us but without us god would have to use somebody else yeah and he would yeah he would um what what do you hope to accomplish after the fifth Um, song is completed i hope to accomplish um my goal and that is to be an inspiration to people who feel that they have lost their second chance in life mm-hmm. and to be able to minister to people who are truly hurting because um, I, I just have a heart for that. I understand that. And I'm, you know, it's not about being melodramatic. We all have been through pain. We all have been through hurt, but I mean, I just have a heart for that. And just uh, that's what I hope to gain people to, be inspired by the message behind the music. Like TSC has, um, uh, what is it? I, you say it. What did you say, Greg? Uh, the Perpetuating m- and promoting? That one, that one, but the, the mission behind the, the music? The messengers before the message. That too, but it's it's a it's a music with a mission. Okay. Yeah, and um, I kind of flipped it a little bit, and it's like the message behind the music mm, yeah. is, is what I hope to accomplish. And I, I hope. Because it can go both ways. There's mm-hmm. no guarantees. And, you know, especially if God isn't in it, that's why I pray every day, like, God, please be in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I hope people get the message yeah, of what I'm yeah. trying to say and that I'm I'm trying to be real. I'm not right. perfect, but I'm trying, just like you. And um, we all can make it if, if we just put our priorities in order and put them first. Isn't it very similar to, you know, back in the day we used to print tracks, you know, when we used to do evangelism, you know, oh, you walk down yeah. the street, somebody hand you a track. Sometimes they're homemade. Sometimes they are, you know, printed at a, you know, professional printer. But it's a track nonetheless. And it's, it's a, you know, sometimes it's a story. It's a, you know, different presentation of the gospel message, a different presentation of, of a message of hope and, mm-hmm. you know, deliverance and redemption and et cetera. It, isn't this similar would you say, you know, it's it's just a different kind of tracks. It's a collection collection of tracks, mm-hmm. the the musical term tracks. But the message is the same. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this one will be sold because you've got to recoup costs, mm-hmm. you know. But it's the same thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you want people to hear, yes, there is hope. Yes, there is a savior. Uh, yes, there is life after failure or there is uh, still an opportunity to get up if you can look up in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it the same thing, though? This this could still be considered a, a gospel track. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a tool for evangelism. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And my 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 desire is to reach outside the four walls of the church, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and I've asked God, I said, God, check me if that's too big of a desire. You know, but when I look at Jesus's life, I mean, that's that's basically what he did. He didn't hang out with. Uh, well, of course, not the, the, the priests and elders and the Pharisees. <laughs> but, you know, he actually he went to the sinners. He need, he went to the yeah. people who were sick, who needed him. Um, so I, I just do my best to model my behavior yeah. after his. I think Jesus would have hung out with the priests and elders had they accepted him. I do too. To hang out with them, in other words. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. I mean, because he, he hung out with some guys who were technically worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Good point. So. <laughs> All right, so we've got these five songs. We're going to mm-hmm. get this project released. What's after that? Uh, five more songs, maybe? Or another complete project? Maybe um, a couple public appearances? Where do you see the Lord taking you after this? I mean, I, I I definitely am a visionary, so I have to slow my roll because I'm like five years down the line. But God is teaching me how to, you know, bring in the reins and pull it on in. But definitely, I'll just say this, Greg, whatever God wants me to do, if mm-hmm. it's to appear in front of people, if it's, you know, I have a desire to go to Covenant House, which is, is very close to where I live, and it's a lot of young women with children there um, from broken homes, from various situations. If he has me go there to start, I'm there. You know, mm-hmm. um, I will go wherever the door opens for me. I don't want to try to push something. I don't want to try to make something happen um, because I think that's when I, Tiffany starts getting in trouble mm-hmm. and trying to make things happen on my own. But I definitely see a continuation of the music. Five songs is just to start because I had to work with with the budget that I have, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely a continuation of maybe a complete project down the down the road, and then you know who knows some film. I, I've I've written a screenplay um, about um, a, a very interesting character, and the care it is it is a Christian film, and I'm big against cheesiness in yeah. Christian films, so. There's a lot of cheesiness. Yeah. Out there, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Gooey kind of cheesy, yeah. you know. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, who knows? I'm just following my heart and seeing what happens. Yeah. Tiff, nobody leaves here without playing or singing. That's just our custom, and you know that. Uh, you said you were taking piano lessons, and uh, I've been waiting to hear a couple progressions from you. So you got to walk over to the piano, play a few things, sing a few lines, and send us home. Stuck on the road of despair Lost in a world of space and time Illusions crowd my mind 
And I'm so far gone Far away from who he created me to be Caught up in a love, toxic love, no good love Gripped by the hopes and has on me Gotta find my way back to my first love Gotta find my way back to my first love I don't know how I lost him, but I gotta find him, yeah Gotta find my way back to my first love So that was the raw version of First Love. Yes, that's the raw version of First Love. Now, these are these are your chords? That I mean, this is your progression? Yeah, I, I wrote the entire song. That's that's impressive. Thank you. I that's appreciate that. That's very impressive. I appreciate that. Cuz I'm I'm yeah. listening to it and I'm like I I probably wouldn't have done that. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but then that's, you know, two different styles, too. Yeah. Very very melodic. I like it because it's melodic. It's not predictable. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Look forward to Tiffany Michelle, Second Chance, and four other tracks. We're going to be talking about it. Follow us on TSC Music, and also they can follow you. Don't you have a... Uh, yeah, if they search for Tiffany Michelle on Facebook, they will find my artist page. Awesome. Shout out to David Ham, Sheena yes. Lee, Andy <laughs> Minio. we got to get Sheena back in here. Yes. We haven't had her on, the, on this podcast yet, but she's done some stuff. Living on the fast track, going nowhere. Stuck on the road of despair. Lost in a world of space and time. Illusions crowd my mind. And I'm so far gone. Far away from who he created me to be Caught up in a love, toxic love, no good love Gripped by the whole sin has on me Gotta find my way back to my first love Gotta find my way back to my first love how I lost him, but I gotta find him, yeah. Gotta find my way back to my first love, love, love. Take joy, my king, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. 
So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, we have Broadway singer and actress, Q Smith. Thanks again. And remember, if we ever put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on TSC Music with a mission. 